0: This podcast replay is brought to you by Top Gun Indoor Range, where the ladies can find self-defense classes and basic pistol-concealed weapons courses. Available in both English and Spanish classes. Easy to get to just off the turnpike. Go to topgunindoorrange.com. But I also want to talk a little bit, you know, mentioning the heat. We, uh, we gave a ton of praise last year to Duncan Robinson. We were very critical of Duncan Robinson two and three years ago, that he was a very limited player. If he couldn't shoot, he really wasn't facilitating. He wasn't rebounding. He wasn't defending. Uh, he really couldn't attack the rim. He couldn't put the ball in the court. None of that. And to his credit, and to, and to of course, Eric Spolster's credit, who apparently ran his ass into the ground to become a better player and challenged him, and to Duncan's credit, he understood he had to become a better player, and he did it last year. He started showing signs towards the end of the season before, but really showed it last year. Unlike Bam Adebayo, who's never broken through to become, like, a franchise player and be able to, like, enforce himself offensively, uh, Duncan has. And he has become a more complete player last night. 23 points, 13 rebounds. I'm sorry, 20 points, 4 assists, 4 assists. Last night, five of seven from three-point range. You see him rebounding. You see him constantly getting assists. He is, I mean, what was it the night before? With, uh, where was that? Uh, 23 points, three rebounds, five assists, two steals a block. These are things that just was not in his repertoire. And you got to remember where Duncan came from, from nothing. The Heat saw something there. And then they've polished up this diamond to compete. It wasn't just, okay, we'll make you a shooter. No, now You've got more than Jason Capono. No, no, you can do a lot more than Jason Capono. And sure enough, he's helping you in rebounding. He's setting people up. He's picking up a steal or two. He's getting a block every once in a while. You know, this is, this is something that it reminds me a lot of another Miami Heat player reminds me a lot. Who do you think it reminds me of? And he may become the second of it in this franchise's history. We may just have picked up another Udonis Haslam. You ever thought of that? He just continues to get better and better as a player, an all-around player. Again, Do not confuse, I'm not comparing the players. I'm comparing the origins, both undrafted, both unpolished. Udonis was overweight, out of shape, wasn't really the player that you you ended up seeing, and and he got better as a Heat player, and he became a guy you can count on, a clutch mid-range shooter, a hell of a defender, a fearless defender, he helped you in many ways. Duncan is superior to UD when it comes to offense and shooting, right? You know what I'm saying? He plays without the ball better than UD and those kind of things. UD will have a better post game, obviously a better interior player because he's bigger and tougher and all that. But my point is, these are two players they've picked up out of nothing. Complete coal. And you polish them both up to be diamonds. And the pace now that Duncan is on... He's only pacing to get better as a player. And that becomes just an absolute steal. You you, you do realize you could be retiring Duncan's number. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, it's crazy. What what if Duncan starts doing this for 10 more seasons? Or eight more seasons? You know, he's going to become one of those beloved players because you've had him from the beginning to the end. You know, the things the Marlins can't ever do? You ever, you know, those kind of things? So this is amazing that you get to have him from infancy all the way through possibly retirement. Because he fits exactly what you need. And to his credit, two years ago, <laughs> he, he was going to be part of a trade somewhere. You were like, oh, man, we got to unload a first-rounder to unload Duncan. That's what we were talking about. That's how bad it was. Nobody's going to want that contract. You're going to have to give up a first-rounder to get rid of Duncan. Now you will have teams lined up to give you a pick or two for Duncan now. But if I'm the Heat, I would never let go of of Duncan Robinson because Duncan is kind of like UD, the guy that won't turn into a superstar but can turn into a franchise type player, not like the, 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 those normal, I'm talking about like, like those franchise players that are like really, really good and they're with you for a long, long time. You know what I'm saying? That they, they're part of your culture, you know, that kind of stuff. Because UD is not really a superstar. He's not really talent wise where Timmy and Alonzo and Wade are. Forget it. And I know they put LeBron up there too and, and, and uh, Shaq. He's not there, right? and neither is Duncan, but the importance to your team to have a guy like that forever, to have Nat Moore in your organization. Nat Moore is my favorite Dolphin receiver, but I'll tell you, he's not Paul Warfield, and he's not Nat Moore. I mean, he's not um, a Duper, and he's not Clayton, okay? He's the next level under those guys. But you have to have Nat Moore's on your franchise. You, you must have a Nat Moore on your franchise. You must have... A Jim Jensen on your franchise. You know, you must have, and that's to a lesser extent. But I'm talking about those players, Troy Brown for the New England Patriots. Is he going to be considered Wes Welker? Never. But is he a guy that should be treasured by Patriot fans? F yeah, dude. F yeah. You definitely want that. What was, the, uh, was it Kelso, the special teamer for the Buffalo Bills? who was like a killer special teams player for like, yeah, Mark Kelso, right? Like for 10, 12, 15 years or something. Was that, it? wasn't it Kelso? I think it was. One of those, you know, every, not every franchise, but franchises every once in a while end up with one of those guys. And it's one of those guys you want to keep around forever because they're just good for you, period. They're good for your team. They're good for your culture. They're good for your fan base, all that kind of stuff. So that's what I was thinking about Duncan Robinson, that he's on a pace that five years from now, we may end up like you appreciate him now that you didn't appreciate him in two years ago because he didn't deserve that kind of appreciation. Now he does. And could he end up with UD like appreciation five years from now? That's the interesting part.